Welcome to Old and Dusty. I'm Anthony. I'm Ashley. And we're siblings. Uh, we're here. Are to we? Talk. Are you sure? Well, you know, we could do a we could do a DNA test. But, I mean, maybe. Um, I don't know if I believe it. You don't really look like me mm, at all. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> the interesting thing about that is that you look like me. So, you know, I you know, I may not look like you, but you look like me. So what does that mean? Where does that leave us? Nowhere, clearly, because I don't think that's scientifically possible. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's a contradiction, is what it, they call it. Is that it, what it they is, call it? That is indeed a contradiction. Okay. All right. Um, yes, we're here today to talk about. Um, I almost said, "Hey, Arnold." I we're know. here today to talk about fairly odd parents. Um, uh, like I said last week, thank you for listening, whether you are new or whether you are returning. Um, this is a project between me and Ashley to talk about shows from our childhood. Um, and our format is that we give you a little introduction of the show, a little overview, then we talk about the show, and then we sign off. And throughout, we talk about our lives, memes, our dogs, whatever comes to mind, y'all. Um, did I forget anything, Ashley? You said we sign off, and I was just thinking to myself, when do you actually sign off of anything? Very rarely. Yeah, very rarely do we actually sign off or log off of things. Very, very rarely. We say that, like, okay, I'm going to log off, but you don't. You just close the app. Yeah, basically. But we actually do sign off because we 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 say goodbye. We close, mm-hmm. we close Audacity. We close Zoom, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and we stop recording. So we we actually do sign off. Oh, okay. So you know? we're the golden children. <laughs> you should strive to be like us so you can log off. So <laughs> this week we uh, we watched Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, it ran, I don't, I didn't know this until I Googled it. It ran from 2001 to 2017. Um, it had oh, 10 I- seasons. Whoa. Yeah, it just stopped running, you know, five years ago. At 10 seasons, 172 episodes, uh, and 294 segments. The segments are the, you know, if an episode has two little stories, the segment is one of those stories. Um, and we watched season three, episode three, which was CosmoCon slash Wanda's Day Off. Um, and I'll give a brief description of the show, and then Ashley can pick whether she wants to give a description of number uh, segment one or segment two. But first... Timmy Turner, a 10-year-old boy, has had it with his babysitter. He summons his fairy godparents who have the powers to grant him wishes. Some of the wishes are really helpful. Others don't work out so well. Timmy's godparents, Wanda and Cosmo, have ideas of their own and always lead Timmy on interesting adventures. So, Ashley. <laughs> Trying to hold that one in. <laughs> do you want to uh, summarize uh, CosmoCon or Wanda's Day Off? Uh, I'll summarize uh, CosmoCon. All right. Uh, so, hmm, I just watched this episode. you think I would know more detail, but I don't. <laughs> anyway, I believe it starts off with Timmy. He's in class, and his teacher is uh, Crocker. Mr. Crocker. And I love that name because it just seems 
I don't know. It just there seems something off with it, Mister Crocker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, somehow um, Timmy did his uh, quiz or whatever, and he got an A uh, from doodling on it, basically. And those were all the answers. So Crocker decides, okay, I'm going to use this as a way to uh, go to Timmy's house. And mm-hmm. meet with his parents mm-hmm. uh, so I can see if there's fairy godparents. Mm-hmm. And I should add, every single time he says that, he like hits some, he, he hits himself with something, or his brain pops out, or he like twists into some ridiculous poses every single time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he wants to go there. Um, Timmy's like, okay, it'll be fine. We'll just make sure, you know, um, Wanda, Wanda and Cosmo don't show themselves, right? Yep. So the, you know, her par- his parents um, set up a dinner. He shows up with this plant with dead flowers, but it's actually a fairy detector. Mm-hmm. And he uses this opportunity to um, search the house for fairies. And I apologize, I did miss the very beginning of this episode, where they set this up where, um, I always forget his name, but it's this fairy that looks like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So oh, he yeah. has a bunch of muscles, he's huge, and he's always wearing like fatigues. And uh, this, uh, this one fairy, um, they chose him to set, uh, to pick where the uh, fairy con was going to be. And he screwed it up and thought the bubonic plague was a band. And uh, so they punish him by putting on the wheel. And on the wheel is every single fairy's name. And whoever gets picked gets to pick where the con is going to go. And I guess he accidentally spends it way too fast. And he's like, okay, I'll see you in the next millennia. Uh, And what ends up happening is Cosmo gets picked when they finally show up and the, um, the thing picks a fairy. And Cosmo decides to host a, a fairy con. I keep wanting to say Cosmicon. I mean, it is at one point, basically, because he hosted in uh, Timmy's bathroom. So Crocker is there trying to look for fairies. He has the fairy detector show that it's in his bathroom. And what they do is every single time somebody knocks, because of course you should knock before you go into the bathroom, uh, they all hide. So it's basically them just having this crazy fairy con. And then at one point, Cosmo decided to invite Britney, Britney, mm-hmm. which is essentially Britney Spears, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. perform at the con. And then Timmy just spends his whole time just trying to get Cock- uh, Crocker to not see <laughs> where the fairies are. And it's, it's actually, it's, it's really cute and hilarious and they make fun of Brittany a lot I feel bad um but yeah basically uh, uh uh Crocker ends up getting kicked out and everybody just goes on like normal and you know of course it's a cartoon that everything resets right I said that all out of order but that's basically what the episode was it's pretty in order um then we have uh we have Wanda's day off and my description is going to be so much shorter um <laughs> not and that's not shade that's literally because that's all it is like some of these cartoons they make it really easy um Wanda's day off is Wanda is the the woman fairy of his fairy godparents there's Wanda and Cosmo and 
the kid, Timmy, and his fairy godparent, uh, Cosmo, they offer, you know, hey, you know, take a day off. And then and her taking a day off, Cosmo is seen as the, you know, cartoon, many shows always have like someone who's just a little bit slower. They're not as smart. They don't have as much common sense. And so that's Cosmo. So Cosmo still is doing magic, but just ends up getting Timmy in, in trouble and like life <laughs> ending trouble. Um, and so she keeps having to pop back, pop back, pop back. And she's like, this is not how I envision my day off. So they're like, hey, well, what would you really want? So then she goes to the spa and while she's at the spa, she meets her ex who's this Latin lover. And we're going to get into that later. Um, and not meets like sees, you know, her long lost Latin lover. Uh, they dated for a bit, but she ended up choosing Cosmo and um, it becomes a whole thing. And while she's gone, uh, Timmy and uh, Cosmo, they are trying to keep what happens is they use magic on a, a roach and then the roach <laughs> says world domination and that's what happens throughout the whole episode and so eventually you know she even calls and she's like hey is everything good they pretend that everything's good it's not um but when she comes back uh they let the the facade fall apart uh because she's like yeah i love you i'm down to clean up your messes and then we see that the world was about to be destroyed um but luckily wanda came back just in time she saves the world and then sends the roaches uh because you can't kill the roaches with magic or with nuclear power so instead she poofs the roaches to the the retreat the resort the spa which was kind of fucked up but um, <laughs> they were very rude to her they, they were, were very very unkind they were they were but so like, I, i'm like you know what go for it that's a lot of roaches it was a lot of roaches um so that was the two episodes and i will just say i so so I was doing the math. So I was 12 and you were, you know, 10 or 11 when this came out. Um, so this is our, our later childhood. This was a show that I feel like we watched, but it seemed, if I recall, this was a show that our younger brother watched a little bit more than we did. Negative. I used to love this show. Oh, well, there we go. So it was Ashley and I watched it and it was cute, but I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, like after I watched it, like, I was wow, like, okay. I had a, I had a complete opposite reaction. Um, but this is, we had the same thing with my brother and me, right? Where I was like, oh yeah, it was really fun. And you're like, all right. <laughs> so it was the same thing with this fairly, fairly odd parents. Um, it was, it was cool. It was cute. I just, uh, what I've been watching, been puzzling. I've been doing my puzzles lately. And while I'm doing my puzzle, I'll listen to a podcast or I'll watch TV. And I've been watching, uh, the misadventures, the strange world, the whatever gumball. I've been watching Gumball from Cartoon Network. And oh, that was yeah. a show that that our younger brother used to oh, watch, yeah. but I didn't watch that much of. And it is out it's of pocket. Hilarious. It's yeah. hilarious and I love it. Um, so I think it's interesting to see like what shows resonate which, with us and, and why, because typically Ashley and I have uh, similar senses of humor. But I think for, for you, what, this, what, I, what I think is, because you used to watch it a lot, it's like you enjoyed it then and it's nostalgic and you still enjoy it now, you know? Um, whereas like my brother and me, you never really watched. You kind of like watched a little of and you kind of remember, but you also, it, it was just like, okay, right? Mm -hmm. And then I didn't really watch Fairly Odd Parents, so I don't have the nostalgia. And as a cartoon, it's cool. I don't have any issues with it. Oh, yeah. I just was like, it, I just wasn't all about it. Um, but the funny thing is I picked it this week. So we try to switch off. So Ashley no, I, I picked the show. Oh, wait, picked Ashley the picked the show. I picked yeah. the episode. Yeah. And last week I picked the show. Ashley picked the episode. Um, so 
Yeah, and I don't think you're going to hear Apple, but just in case, uh, if you're a new listener, that is my dog snoring in the background like a grown human. Um, she's 11 and lovely. Um, loveliest, loveliest. Yes, yes. So yeah, that's that's that was how I felt. Um, how did you feel before we even get into like the opening? You said you had the opposite reaction. And yeah. just so folks know, we don't talk about it before we get on air. Like we air. <laughs> Um, before we record the podcast we don't talk about like our we might talk about a general reaction but like Ashley didn't know I didn't really feel it uh, until just now when I said it because we watch it separately and then come together which is part of the fun because we get to compare notes and sometimes they're very similar uh okay sound like snagglebush right now (laughs) what it straight stage left there we go. I was going to say, I couldn't yeah. remember his catchphrase. Um, but yeah, talk to me about, about your feelings, your thoughts. Uh, well, for me, I think, well, thinking about it now, understanding uh, how long this show was on, uh, what I realized is this show is kind of like SpongeBob in the way that I grew up with it. And I loved it. And I could quote an entire episode to you. Yeah. But at a certain point, I'm like, what the hell is this show? Because I get going for so, so, so long. And honestly, I think new writers, you know, get in on it. And then it kind of changes the show. But for me, uh, it just, uh, I don't know, it just immediately brought back really good memories. Which is funny to me because um, thus so far, we've only uh, watched um, Nickelodeon shows. Which Mm -hmm. is hilarious because I was obsessed with Cartoon Network. Yeah. But this was a show on Nickelodeon that I was obsessed with, that I loved. So I just remember, I remember all the jokes in this episode. And I just like, was like, you know, like how you've seen something so many times, you kind of anticipate the joke, but it's still funny to you. That's how it was for me when I was uh, watching this episode. So uh, that was my feeling about it. Uh, but I totally understand what you're saying, because... I mean, obviously there is there is a slight age gap between me and Anthony. So we are on a slightly different kind of, I mean, same generation, but you know, a different yeah. kind of uh, maturity, I guess you could say. So like at that point when the show was out, I was still in love with cartoons and stuff like that. And this was my whole deal. For you, maybe you're kind of growing out of that. Yeah, if it was 12, then I was probably in middle school and probably distancing myself from cartoons a little bit and then eventually we got into anime but anime felt different and also we didn't really talk about anime as much because anime at the time was very nerdy um it wasn't it it's now so mainstream um but at the time it was it was kind of nerdy so I probably was yeah and it reminds me of you know sometimes certain shows just resonate more with one or the other like you really liked Edda and Nettie and we watched uh Ashley came over to my apartment and we watched an episode one time and it's still like held up for her and I was like <laughs> like I it, it wasn't it didn't hold the same for me um but yeah I did I, I I'd say all that I say all that and it's not a I think it's a very well-made cartoon and I also noticed uh the one the person who did uh Timmy's voice was a woman which was a really smart move because when a show you know you don't expect a show to run from 2001 it's 2017 you know but if it does continue to run and you get a kid's voice you have to 
or a kid, you cast a kid, then you have to either recast them or incorporate their age or voice into the script, um, which does matter, right? Because people get used to the voice. They get used to hearing hearing that person's voice um, and it, it changes. And even in Gumball, I've just been- There's you know, a whole episode where they explain the voice change, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, and but the complicated thing with it, right, is these characters usually stay the same age. <laughs> like, so for, you know, however many, 10 seasons, these characters, I, I don't know if Timmy ever grew up. I imagine he didn't, right? But most of the time they stay the same age, same grade. So it's always like a, a weird thing. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really smart that they cast uh, a woman from the beginning, right? An adult woman, which they've done for like Tommy Pickles was voiced by an adult woman. Um, a bunch of them are. Boondocks. Awesome. Boondocks, yeah, Regina King. Um, yeah, there's a few others too. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, I didn't have, I, I didn't have any thoughts on the opening, except I will say, so I'm, I'm using Paramount Plus, which is why we've been watching all the Nickelodeon ones. Because um, I don't know that there are e even any Cartoon Network ones on Paramount Plus. I think it's mostly on Hulu and other things. Yeah, I'd have to um, look. And I will say I was annoyed because I got like five minutes into the episode and I missed something and I wanted to see it. So I went back. Tell me why this freaking app gives us a whole commercial, not us, me, gives me a whole commercial that I'd already seen about the Harry Potter movie or whatever, the new one. Uh, and then it jumps back to the beginning of the episode. And I was like, <laughs> no, that's not what I want. So then I go five minutes in and then it does the same thing. It jumps back to the episode. And I'm like, fine, I'll just rewatch it. You know, and I was I was, when I wasn't taking notes, I was doing my puzzle, right? Like I'd keep my eyes on it, but then I'd put in a little puzzle piece and um, on my table, on my, my dining room, uh, my coffee table. I don't have a dining room table. Um, and then Ashley, it finally ends the first segment, right? And then it jumps back to the five minute mark that I had gone to. And I was like, oh my God. And I just let it play. I just let it play. Um, wow. So I have, uh, I don't have a lot of notes, but I have a few more notes for the first episode than the second episode. And I think that might've been wise. So I was very annoyed by uh, Paramount Plus. Um, and I, I, the last thing I'll say before passing it on to you, last two things I'll say is one, I do really enjoy the opening. Um, I was like, wow, I remember a lot of this, the, the song. And then two, um, Cartoon Network really was that girl because Nickelodeon had good cartoons, but Cartoon Network, when I think about it consistently, like across the years that I was watching it, there are more, I, if I had a lineup, you know, like there'd be more Cartoon Network shows or they would be higher in the ranking than Nickelodeon shows for me. Um, and watching them back as an adult is really so interesting because it's, uh, I don't think that many adults watch cartoons unless they're watching them with their young people in their lives, but they're ultimately made by adults, you know? So there's certain things that are just funny or that click or that match our sense of humor or anything like that. So yeah, I'm done. Uh, pass it off to you, sister. Well, the, excuse me. The other thing that I wanted to add too is what I really, really liked about Cartoon Network is uh, they had old Looney Tunes cartoons. Yes. They had shows devoted to... Um, you know, uh, renowned uh, cartoonists, mm, like, mm -hmm. um, goodness, what was it? The Tom something show. Uh, I, I can tell you. I think. Anyway, they had a lot of like shows like, and then Toonheads was amazing because it would literally would play, you know, the short or whatever, right? But then they would go back into it and talk about 
the people that, you know, that wrote that, that, you know, that actually uh, drew that, you know what I mean, animated it. It was really cool because it was, you know, it was historical, but it was great because it was cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I guess we should move on away from Cartoon Network because we'll get there. <laughs> yes. Because um, obviously I'm a fangirl. So, uh, yeah, I had the same, the intro, I immediately remembered it. Like, I used to know all the words to it actually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i didn't get that far um but but it was very very familiar to me but yeah uh it, it just uh honestly for me it just brought back a lot of like not saying memories but like like good feelings of me being happy when i was a kid yeah that's what i felt when i was watching that intro yeah but uh i guess we should move to the actual short um, yeah yeah I didn't have any thoughts on the intro other than I liked the song and it was cute because they did have it kind of like purpley purpley blue for most yeah. things except for Timmy like so Timmy stood out as like this is his story you know like it's a drab world you know no one understands Timmy which is a theme in these cartoons like the kid is a little kind of an outcast which is interesting because he's not re- I mean he is but he has friends it's just he's not part of the popular gang but who is there's only so many popular kids you know what I mean right <laughs> um, uh, but yeah the thing is though is obviously this she didn't show up in the this episode but Vicky is like literally like the devil She's yeah, awful. <laughs> Vicky, his babysitter, is pretty bad, which I just realized she's a redhead. And white people have this weird thing. It goes back years where like redheads are supposed to be like devil children or supposed to be like sirens. Or, there's like some some shit where like, red, you know, like you could be brown hair or you could be blonde hair. But if you're a redhead, you know, within white people, like if you're a redhead, um, you're supposed to be this or you're supposed to be when you get older, you're supposed to be a seductress. There's all these weird things about like, um about redhead so i just it just clicked to me that she's uh she is quite evil and she's a redhead um that didn't didn't even catch that (laughs) and i don't i don't know that that was a purposeful thing in their character design but i just because you said she was the devil you know or she was evil and she quite she was pretty bad um i was kind of glad she wasn't in this episode because she's so mean i like didn't want to deal with her um and yeah um obviously since you a huge fan of this I, I won't subject you to another episode but one of my favorite ones is where uh timmy goes into the tv and starts actually being in all the shows and um vicky is just watching them on the tv and at one point cosmo is like it's a show about nothing how do we know when it's over and she's like, I do. <laughs> she just clicks to the next one. <laughs> it's hilarious because as a kid, I never would have got that, right? Uh, I So, I mean, that's why it kind of reminds me of SpongeBob in the way of, of all these jokes on a higher level for, you know, the adults that have to watch it with their kids. Yeah. Or not. I mean, maybe you just watch it because you do. However, so the episode, as I already described, opens up with basically the guy, the fairy um, Arnold Sportsator guy. So the whole bubonic th- plague thing happens and they're like, oh, okay, well, you know, uh, we'll, we'll come back when he starts slowing down. Because mm-hmm. this poor fairy is, is literally, it's on like a Wheel of Fortune thing and he's just spinning around. Like, I wonder if the man will ever be able to walk again after spinning so long. 
Well, they're fairies, so they do fly mostly, you know? And that was his punishment, right? I forget yeah. what he did, but that was his punishment. Well, he caused the... the oh, the bu- that was it. Yeah, that was yeah. The the, that was the... Yeah, I thought the Black Plague was a band, he said. Yeah. Um, which... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does sound like one. It's interesting how historical events get written in as like jokes and and there's, I don't know, the, the explanations are fun. So that was the first thing I wrote down. And then we go to Mr. Crocker, because, you know, as you said, Timmy got this A. And this man was literally baking the Fs. He's like, oh, fresh hot, I can smell the Fs. And then he also smells that there is an A. And then it's a trip because that A is Timmy's A and, and Timmy does not get A's um so yeah when he pulled the F's out with like I think he had oven mitts you know I it was, was like, an oven and he straight up pulled. <laughs> he he baked the F's and he took such pleasure that's the interesting thing too right because the cartoons are for kids and a lot of these cartoons the teachers are just really really fucked up right like they take pleasure in fucking with these kids and this was no exception he was excited to give these A's or F's and he was mad that Timmy got an A yeah he was like the F's already <laughs> I was like, oh, that is so fucked up. Yes. Uh, but what I loved is when he gave Timmy his A, what I think it was Chester and his other friend. I don't remember his name, but he has two friends. This one who's this black one. And he was like, oh my God, Timmy got an A? We have to go to the bunker. <laughs> and, and both of his friends take off and you never see him again. <laughs> yes, yes. And then the other one was white with braces, which at 10, you don't usually have your adult, all your adult teeth. So it's interesting to get braces that early, you know, because your teeth are just going to move and you're going to get your adult teeth later. I'm pretty sure I got my teeth. I had had my braces at 12, 11 or 12, because I took them off at 14. Mm, And your your teeth are still straight. Hopefully uh, my retainer fell off. (laughs) <laughs> and uh medical said we don't cover that shit yes yes um but yeah i was i forgot that timmy you know because i haven't seen the show and i it didn't have the same place in my like memory as it did in yours i forgot timmy had a, a best friend who was black or one of his best friends and i was like damn like it's so interesting how we get sprinkled in <laughs> like in a lot of shows if there's a black character it's like the best friend of or a friend of the main character or it's a black show where almost everyone's black right and then they may have a white character or whatever but it's it's so funny because like we just were the sidekick you know and if I remember Chester you said right um, he was in a trailer park the black kid Oh, was it? No, Chester. I'm sorry. Is Chester the is kid? a white kid. I don't okay. remember who the other one was. Yeah. Yeah. The black kid. I don't remember much. He, I think he was, was good at rich. science and math. Oh, he was okay. good. He was really smart and his parents were fucking loaded. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see. Wow. It's, it's, it comes it's back. It's coming back. It's coming back. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember the, the only other note I had from this scene in particular was I wrote that Crocker is a creep. Like, why is he coming over the house at eight? Because he's like, I can use the fact that he got an A as an excuse to go over there and search for, for fairies. And I'm like, what is a teacher doing coming over to a kid's house at eight o'clock? Like, what do you, I don't, like, I, I don't know if we ever had teachers come over to our house. They would call sometimes, right? If we got in trouble or if there's a problem, but like come over to our house. I I don't know. I feel like that's a media, like cartoon, um, you know, live action television type thing. Like you see that a lot, but as far as like, no. Yeah. No. I was like, that's creepy. You're creepy. Um, but what I did forget 
um, to, uh, to add is uh, when Timmy looks at his A and he's like, oh, all I did was doodled. And he said, hooray, short attention span. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, that's me. <laughs> Shout out ADHD and ADD. <laughs> Actually, now it's, see, it's all coming back. I think that comes up a lot about Timmy being like super, super like spacey. Maybe I identified with them a little bit. I don't know. When I Googled uh, something, one of the things that came up was, does Timmy have ADHD? <laughs> so, so yeah, that I didn't click the answer, but the answer probably was yes. Um, yeah. Uh, so then, uh, was that the, the end of that scene? That was the end of that scene. So Crocker shows up. So then we get to the, um, the, the, be- the excuse me, the home scene. Um, and I'll let you lead and then I'll, I'll sprinkle in my comments. Okay. So when Timmy tells uh, his parents that, you know, his teacher's coming and they're excited because they're like, Timmy got an A. Mm-hmm. And they have this whole uh, gag where Timmy's mom is like, Oh, we're going to have, you know, I want to have a giant, she, she has a fruit bowl, but the fruit bowl looks like one of those like fruit hats because Mm -hmm. there's so much fruit in it. She just puts that in the center and she's like, and we're going to use the good, uh, the good toilet seat because I want the the food to be as good when it came in as when it came out. (laughs) Yes. She says, so the meal is special from when it starts to where it ends. There it is. (laughs) And it was the where that got me, you know what I mean? Like where, where it is, the toilet seat. And, you know, she had a point. She she made it work. Um, and then I love the, uh, when, when Crocker shows up and he shows up with this flower pot and there's like, there's like, um, Anthony knows about plants and stuff. There's like two blooming plants that are on the other side, like mm-hmm. one on the other and one on the other. And they're just dead. Mm-hmm. Just drooping. Mm-hmm. And then they had this one like stem in the center that also looked like it was dead. Yes. And they have this running cat where uh, uh, his, his mom was like, um, oh, I love your dead beeping flowers <laughs> because the tech detector was out there beeping. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think there were daisies, if I recall. And that this sounds is, right. This was the second instance where. Crocker has like an external monologue and in the first instance Timmy was like I'm right here I can hear you when he was talking about his plan to come over and then this was the same thing where he was like now I just have to get these idiots or he says some some term he's like now I just have to get these idiots to show me around the house so I can look and then I I don't know if it was the mom or dad but they're like mom says I uh we would love to be the idiots to give you a tour of the house yes (laughs) yes Yeah, they were, the thing about those parents is it gave me very, like, Stepford wife and husband, you know, that, like, perfect, uh, perfect parent thing, you know, where that, like, they're, oh, I'm the best host, I'm the, you know, like, we'll do this, and we'll do that, and oh, my God, I love my kids, but they're not really there, that's what it, it gave, that was the vibe, it was the Stepford wife, and then the husband was just uh, not too smart. Um, I love the husband so much. <laughs> just so many stupid shits. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's definitely like a step wise thing because again, it's mainly it's oh my parents ignore me, mm-hmm. and I have to deal with this uh, this babysitter because my parents are never home. 
Yep. And, and that's basically what the whole show is. Yep. Which is really effed up, but it's really funny and I love it. And it's also true. I mean, a lot of parents aren't paying attention to their kids or are paying attention, but just work so much that they do need a babysitter. We are, are we were different in that it was three of us and Tommy was three years older, is is still. So like we- Are you would, sure? Girl. So <laughs> we would watch each other. Um, it's, so we didn't have, I think in the beginning, we maybe had like an, uh, someone, we didn't have a nanny, I don't think, but I- I, I had one, but that was when I was like two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we were on base, I think. Yep. So it was easier. Resources were different then. Um, and that sounds so funny, though, to be like, you had a nanny. <laughs> no, she um, she she knit a blanket for me that I used to have, but I, I lost it. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was a Mexican blanket. Mm -hmm. um, really colorful one. Yeah, I used to love that thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that worked out. I guess that was probably because we were so close in age um, that it was a lot and mom was working and dad was working. So um, yeah, yeah. But so we never, not never, but we rarely had babysitters. That was not like a thing that I can recall. But for yeah. some people that is there, especially he's the only child. So so if they're gone, then that's it. Yeah, that's it. So then what happens uh, eventually is they start this gag with the, uh, the dad starts to get jealous of Crocker because his mom, um, Timmy's mom is actually like, we're using the good toilet seat. You made this huge dinner, which by the way, the dinner changes every single time they look at the table. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. <laughs> oh my God, it was so great. Cause like at, at first it was like a turkey. And then at one point it turned into like meatloaf. Yep. And then another point it turned into uh, a giant Just crab. Oh my God. And, and it was steaks at the end, right? It was steaks at the end. Yeah. Um, so I, I love stuff like that. It just, <laughs> it makes me giggle. I love it. Um, you know, you just, you have something that just kind of tickles you a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. I love it. You know, yes. it's like, <laughs> it's like that stupid, uh, it's St. Patrick's day. <laughs> oh my God. It's not a major holiday. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really give a fuck you know fuck you and st patrick's day <laughs> listen that I was that a million times and it's still funny to me <laughs> it's the it's the it's the intonation it's the person's voice it's st patrick's day it's her happiness and then they just shut it down <laughs> they just shut it down <sighs> okay but, i'm sorry i brought up a meme now you're gonna have to add it to the list no that's fine people should see it especially because we just passed st patrick's day so um, uh so the 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 um timmy's dad gets jealous and when crocker goes through the door and he looks at him he says all these you know he describes him he's like oh my god that hunchback those beady eyes he's gorgeous mm-hmm mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then Every single time uh, Timmy's mom is showing around the house, he's like, that's our bathroom. It's mine. Yes. <laughs> that's what the said every time. He's literally staking claim to everything in yeah. his house as if Mr. Crocker didn't know that he entered his house. You know what I mean? It was pretty great. It was, it was pretty good. Like, I mean, basically any single time, oh, this table, which is mine. Yes. Yeah. The only other thing I saw too that I thought about while that scene was going on is uh, first all the adults have blue eyes. And then I saw that Timmy, I think also had blue eyes. I was like, mm, does he? 
Oh, yeah, you, yeah, he does. Like almost everyone had blue eyes except for I think Cosmo and Wanda, their eyes match them. So I think Cosmo's Cosmo are green. Cosmo has green and, eyes and Wanda has pink eyes. Yeah. And um, Vicky, I'm pretty sure, has red eyes. I believe that's true. But almost everyone had blue eyes. And I was like, oh wow, like blue-eyed white devils. You know what I mean? Like, um, but I think it was also just to give a, a pop of color, right? Um, because blue Ooh. eyes are are what people uh envision. That's what people, that's the I idea, right? Is a is a what do they say? Tall, dark, and handsome, which doesn't actually mean dark. It means like dark white. It means like tan and 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 dark hair, you know. Um, but often the idea is that the ideal white man has blue eyes, um, which comes from inbreeding, actually, um, because it's a recessive trait. But uh, <laughs> that's that's a yeah. But so I was I I thought that was interesting. Um, and you had a thought related to that. Oh, what I was gonna say is I think uh, what it matches the art style. Yes. Because, I mean, like, Timmy, what he's wearing is he's wearing a pink hat. Uh, well, I guess it's, like, dark pink. Uh, you know, a dark pink shirt. Yeah. I think it's, like, black or brown uh, short or uh, pants and then some shoes. And that's yeah. it. That's his entire character design. And every single character is designed, like, they use, like, a lot of, um, like, uh, how would you, like, like shapes. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. everybody is very like either boxy or has a lot of triangle kind of there's a name for that the geometry of which they're using it's artistic in a way of like looking at um uh like an impressionist like painting not impressionist i think cubist uh cubist but also i was gonna say um i don't remember which the one i'm thinking about but yeah i guess cubits basically it's kind of what the art style looks like but obviously it's not <laughs> it's not like artistic and abstract it's it's a cartoon. Yeah. Um, but I think like you were saying about how the eyes make the, you know, things pop. I think the, the use of color, because every, all the backgrounds and Ed and Eddie does this kind of too. And I'm going to keep talking about it because I am. Um, they use the backgrounds are usually like one color. Yeah. Uh, like sometimes like it's just blue and then it's just the characters are just kind of popping off of that background. Like yeah. even when I was describing the food, the food doesn't most of the time it doesn't have any actual color. You can just see it. But uh, I, I do appreciate that kind of art style, honestly. Yeah. They it's also very simple. Yeah, very simple, but deceptively simple, because if you try to draw it, it's not as simple as it seems, because it is all these shapes that Ashley was describing, but it's also really thick lines, and there's intricacies um, where it isn't as thick or all of that. So yeah, I made the joke about the blue eyes, but it, it really, I think, was just about the color. Um, but the second thing I noticed during that scene was, I was like, damn, like all the, you know, we've talked about ableism and all the like villains he would um because i was also watching daria i had told you and the one of the teachers he's like daria and like does these like kind of like tourette's things you oh. know and th and that's what happens with uh mr crocker like right. the thing ashley was describing earlier it's like uh fairies and and it's like a tourette's thing and it, it was so interesting to think of how these are really small ways that I wouldn't have noticed until the last few years, right? That disability then gets associated with uh, being unattractive or being ugly or being evil or whatever else, right? Because like, as far as I know, none of the main characters who are like nice or good or whatever uh, uh, have like uh, some visible or uh, audible like disability like that. Uh, and I may be wrong, I may be forgetting, um, but 
if someone has like a stutter, right? They're made fun of if someone, you know, and, and he's like, he looks like a nerd. Like he has, uh, he has his glasses, he's tall, he's got the hunchback, you know? So it was really interesting to think, and especially in comparison to the dad who looks a bit like a, um, a meteor Superman, <laughs> like, a, um, like, a, like a bulkier Superman, uh, not as muscly, but you know, cause like the hair, the way his hair is and everything. Yeah. Um, but that does make me think there was a TikTok. Did you ever see this one, Ashley? And it was Meteor. Um, and, and it's God, right? God's asking this, this woman, this white woman. He's like, and it's her in a, in, a, in a, what do you call it? A fake beard. Thing was made out of paper. And he's like, hey, he's talking to the angel. He's like, hey, did you do what I asked you? Um, and she's like, yeah, Meteor. Uh, I made the dinosaurs Meteor. Or I made the dinosaurs a Meteor. And then God's like, oh. <laughs> Meteor. And then the girl's like, meteor <laughs> they keep going back and so she's like crying because she fucking killed the dinosaurs because she made a meteor instead of making them meteor like fleshier um oh, so anyway wow. i just thought of it because i said he's a meteor um he's a meteor i got the joke anthony you don't have to explain I, it listen <laughs> not everyone listen what did what did nikki say like yeah just rhyme duck with duct tape you know like sometimes sometimes anyways oh, yeah. that's that's all i get that's all i got until we get back to the the bathroom slash um what do you call it the bathroom slash uh the restroom fairy con yeah Cosmocon? Ba yeah bathroom slash you you ashley's face was like huh <laughs> Oh, well, because you kept slash and you, I, I, I wasn't. It sure wasn't coming out. To... I was trying to say the restroom slash CosmoCon because oh. CosmoCon happens in the restroom, Got or the it. bathroom. I thought you were trying to think of another name for bathroom, and I was, I was confused. Oh, no. Why would you would do that? That's no. why I said restroom. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, well, uh, I might skip ahead, but um, when Timmy goes into the bathroom and he's like, "Crocker's here," and you have every fairy in the entire universe here this is this is terrible you guys can't be here and when crocker um well what happens is crocker tries to open the door immediately and timmy's mom was like no you're supposed to knock on the door that's how you enter the restroom mm -hmm. and so he knocks on the door and what made me laugh is um wanda says human <laughs> she didn't say human if you go back she said human like mm. Pokemon mm. <laughs> and then all the fairies disappeared but <laughs> I actually rewinded it <laughs> I'm glad this cartoon brought you so much joy because <laughs> um, when they get to the fairy con the, the one thing I wrote down and then the next thing I have is about Brittany Brittany which you Me basically too. said yeah but when when they went in there was so the the Arnold Schwarzenegger guy he's got like an accent right in a big old chin and he's buff and is scantily clad so you always see his muscles but then there's another person with an accent and they go he comes in and actually I don't know what he said but they're like name and he went like little flitter glitter <laughs> like he was like I think he was supposed to be German or something and and what I wrote down was little flitter glitter but that's I don't actually know what he said but they're like name little flitter glitter <laughs> that shit did make me laugh that that did make me laugh out loud uh, not a lot of things in the episode did I was like oh this is this is this is cute this is cute that I, did I, make I, me laugh um, um well we'll keep it moving um oh so, no 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 enjoy it revel in it I'm just I, you know I'm just saying like that's that's what I took from it I mean that is funny and I don't know how I missed that um 
because that's one of the it, get, it tickles me yeah it's like you know it's just like it's funny enough for me to keep laughing yes. i think it's the way it works yeah um so yeah basically what happens is you know timmy's like oh great so i don't have to worry about crocker finding out about you guys and me losing you forever which i completely forgot about that if somebody finds out he has fairy godparents he loses them yes hence why crocker is so dangerous and scary uh but he's also a joke right yeah but um Anyway, uh, uh, he was like, oh, well, as long as you didn't invite a, uh, a human to come perform here or something. And then Brittany Brittany knocks on Timmy Turner's door and was like, I'm here for the CosmoCon. <laughs> and then she yes. has three background dancers that for whatever reason, there's no music. They're just dancing. <laughs> and they're very buff. They're it's yes. three men and they do like some hip thrusts and stuff, which, you know, is a nod to the fact that Britney, her like belly button showing, like Britney and her dancers and pop is like sexual, you know. Um, it was like a cartoon way of, of doing it. Um, but the fact that they called, she said, I'm pop diva, Britney, Britney, <laughs> which is of all the people, Britney was never really a diva. Uh, so it's funny to call her a diva, but she is a pop star, that's for sure. Um, and then she goes into the bathroom. She gets invited. She, her mom, the mom's like, okay, well, you know, you can use the bathroom. And then this girl, I feel so bad. I was yeah. like, Brittany, it was giving actually, you know how Jessica Simpson mm-hmm. was on reality TV? That's what it was like. Is this like. tuna and, or is this fish? And yes, that fucked chicken, up her entire life. Chicken or the sea, but also gave her a persona that like people made fun of, but like. I said I, tuna or fish. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She's like, is it chicken or fish? tuna because it's the chicken of the sea um, and her husband was a dick about it yeah nick lachey um who's now did you did you catch yeah, that? yeah. that's love oh my god I yeah didn't that's even the host of me. love is blind yeah oh man um, i hope you apologize for that shit yeah yeah so but then so britney britney goes upstairs and so she's supposed to be blonde and she's a dunce she's a dummy you know all these like all these ideas and so she goes and she washes her eyes with soap and then gets mad that the soap hit her eyes <laughs> you know even though she washed her eyes with it and she's like you're never gonna work in this town again and then as she's as she's going she I forget why she crouches down and then she finds the button um to CosmoCon. but I I was like y'all are rude that like she rude. washed her she washed her eyes with soap and then was mad that her eyes were with soap which also it's a cartoon but I was bothered because you know performers come with a lot of makeup you know stage makeup so you don't just go wash your face with soap you don't you just don't do that you just don't do that so I was it was a little nitpick I was bothered oh my god um, our expectations for cartoons for children listen I just you know stage makeup you failed that's it yeah the next thing I have after that is my muscles are still laughing which is a line that the Arnold Schwarzenegger guy says and then his bicep pops up and it, with his little face and he's laughing so I don't have anything in between there so um, I'll just I'll wrote. just run through what I had um no rush take your time girl uh one point um who was it somebody said fairy and Timmy was real quick with it and said fairly good dinner yes <laughs> that was like fair your mom made a fairly good dinner oh and then uh i don't remember who said that but i wrote it down oh it was crocker he's like oh man only fairies would get the uh it was a what was it overly hyped scabbily uh clothed uh diva or something like that he didn't say scantily clothed. He said some other weird name uh, thing. 
Um, yeah, he was rude. He was rude to Brittany. Brittany. Everybody was rude to. Uh, that's the other thing that I loved about it uh, is the fact that they were so bold. They didn't even try to like change it up. It was just Brittany. Brittany. You know who this is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't sound anything like Brittany, but she definitely it was giving. It was Brittany. It was a Brittany hundred percent. Yeah. Um, they do that with another pop star because he has super shiny teeth. Oh, um, well, Chip Skylark was the the character's name, but who is who is that supposed to be? I am, no, I'm pretty sure he was like supposed to be like some other, like Justin Timberlake kind of deal, oh, or something maybe. like that. Um, they they made fun of all the pop stars and stuff like that. See, it's all I, I remember other episodes as I'm talking about this. So I already mentioned that all the food is dead. Every every single time you see like a fish or a crab. At one point, there's a lobster. It just has X's where their eyes should be. <laughs> and it's just sitting on the table, this dead crab. <laughs> I do remember uh, the crab because at one point, the crab was next to their fishbowl, which is where the, the, fairly, the fairly odd parents, you know, godparents, oh they're, God. usually, they're usually fish. Um, like that's how they show. disguise themselves. So I was like, I was like, oh no, the crab is right next to these fucking fish. <laughs> you know? I think, I think Timmy puts that there because he was looking for Cosmo and Wanda. Because I forgot to mention, he has no idea where they are until he finds them in the bathroom. Yes. And at one point, he has the bowl there, and his mom is like, "Oh, why are you staring at your empty fish bowl? <laughs> like, 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 not even realizing that your your son's fish are are gone. Yes. Like you're not concerned. Stepford, it was giving Stepford wives, you know. Um. The other thing is uh, Crocker, he uh, walks in on the fairies, uh, I believe because he doesn't knock, so he gets away with it. And he gets blinded by a whole, he gets blinded by ice cream, soap, and some other stuff. The important part is when he leaves, he does this butt bounce thing. Mm -hmm. Like, just imagine, like, if it was, like, Sonic, you know how he turns into a ball and he bounces? Imagine Crocker doing that with his ass. And he does it all the way outside of the house and into the street. And at one point gets hit by a car. <laughs> yes. It's like Peach in Super Smash Brothers. If she was doing her little butt bounce, her little, but, you know, booty bounce, as I call it. Yes. But you turn her like 90 degrees. And so she's on her butt. <laughs> that's what it was happening. And at one point he, he, he lands on some crowns, which I was like, damn. So like his butt potentially was punctured by these crowns punctured. his butt um, was punctured yes um but the other thing too is that happens twice he gets kicked out by the fairies and then he goes back in again and then timmy's dad kicks him out again and he does the same butt thing again <laughs> yes and he walks in on the mom who is oh, putting coupons in the bathroom. And she's like, can I, it looks like she's reading a newspaper or something. And then she pulls out a pair of scissors, these, you know, oversized scissors. And she's like, not oversized for, for the cartoon. It actually matched the proportions, but they looked huge. Um, but she's like, can a woman clip coupons in her bathroom in peace? Um, or something like that, something to that effect. Right. And she's sitting on the counter. Like she, she's sitting on the counter of her bathroom clipping coupons. It was very odd. Well, I, what I loved about it is like, I feel like this whole episode was how important it is to knock before you go into a restroom. Yes. Because Crocker came in there and didn't knock. And so that's when you see her 
you don't see her sitting. You just see her with the newspaper. She screams, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you you, know, you have this moment of oh my god, you walked in on her. <laughs> yes, yes. But then it's, it's then she gotcha. has the comically large scissors. There you yes. go. Yes. Or are they proportional? Which one was it? Well, both. Okay. So then, so then he when he gets kicked out the second time by the dad, um, she says, "You just need to be more secure in your masculinity." And then there's a beat, a pause, and then she says, "Like me." um which was funny that was a great yeah i wrote that down too because then uh once he says britney hit it or britney britney hit it um i think he actually just says britney hit it then she says hey dad never asked me to hit it and then she rolls up her sleeves and throws out britney britney um so britney britney just gets dogged the whole episode it's really Um, unfortunate and both of them are are not secure in their marriage clearly um or because that you know they're they're threatened by uh britney although you know britney britney would be a credible threat right oh yeah definitely mr crocker is not a credible threat that is uh, at one point, one of the things he did say, actually, that I remember was his figure, which is a term usually used to refer to women, you know, women's bodies. <laughs> but this man is He's like, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. So I would not describe Crocker as gorgeous. I think few would outside of whoever, you know, loves him dearly. Any more thoughts on that? No, that was, that was it. Any, any more from you? Uh, negative. Honestly, the um, the next episode was one of my favorites. Like, I remember that one, like, really clearly when I started watching it. Okay, okay. I have literally five notes. Um, so uh, do you want to go and I'll sprinkle them in or should I do my five and then? And yeah, then? just okay. um, so interrupt me mm-hmm. um, when you need to. So it's, it's all good. We're We're okay with that here. Yes. We're okay yes. with that here. This is that's safe part of space. Our, that's part of a communication agreement for this space. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So uh, Anthony had already set it up. Basically, uh, it, it was almost like a Mother's Day deal. They're like, send, send her like a card and they're like, okay, you're going to have, I'm talking about Wanda, obviously, you're going to have your day off. And they F up because uh, Cosmo was using all that magic at one point, like, they're being attacked by giant snakes. At the other point, they're underneath water and the squid is about to eat them. And this, all these ridiculous things are happening. And finally, you know, Wanda's like, okay, if I'm going to take a day off, Cosmo, you can't use any magic. And they're like, okay, that's fine. So uh, Wanda go, she leaves to go to her little treatment thing. And the uh, thing that made me laugh is when she leaves, um, actually, uh, Timmy and Cosmo leave to go look for, um, cause he's doing a report on reptiles or something like that, animals. And when they leave, uh, they, they have a poof that says don't and worry. Yes. When they leave, yes. which I thought was funny. Uh, but the reason why I was saying to Anthony, fuck the people at the retreat thing is because uh, Wanda's like, oh, well, I can't go there without a reservation. And Timmy was like, if I wish you there, then you have to. So she gets there and there's all these chicks in line and they all got an attitude. They're all apparently like they have wonderful hairstyles and stuff like that. And the receptionist is like super nice. was like, okay, well, you know, go ahead and go here. This is what we have available to you. And here in this room, you get a deep massage from him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But she found out later, his ex, her ex. And then 
she opens the door and kicks her into the trash and yes. says you go in there with all the other fairies that got wished here yes so fuck them <laughs> well but the thing is so if you're a fairy you know that there are certain rules for what you can and can't get wished into so she went in there and she was like i think she said i'm here for my my all expenses or my my full spa day uh, that i got wished into so there was a presumption that because she got wished it would happen she wasn't like hey my kid wished me here uh can i skip the line right so since she went in like oh yeah i'm here for this like when she got thrown into the trash i was like it was rude but i was like well damn girl you didn't even ask because i'm thinking how because wouldn't everybody use that trick if you're if you all have assigned kids then you would you, no one would make a reservation you'd have your kid wish you there you know hey, you not could, all kids are um good care or nice. about that much care about True. like there's this one whole ass episode where wow i'm doing it again do it to it girl. i'm doing it again uh he wishes that he could be adult but when he does that he can't have fairy godparents anymore and he has to figure out a way to feel like a kid so he can wish himself as a kid again but the whole time uh there's this other fairy that's telling wanda and cosmo that they've got a new assignment and the new assignment the kid was a fucking like terror like he was like ripping things apart and stuff and they're like no i don't want to go with them so yeah anyway not all the kids are like good kids so Which also reminds me of that um that uh that uh the truth story do you remember that one where it was a fairy godmother oh, yes i love like, that one yeah that's a really good one i won't we won't spoil it in case someone wants to listen to it but it's a really good one about the idea of fairy godparents and ethics and what you do if your kid is kind of fucked up <laughs> you know or if you have your own ethical uh quandaries around certain things what what can you do what can you get away with all that i like that one honestly that's one of my favorite ones and i'm glad you brought it up if you haven't listened to the truth you should absolutely listen to it i mean maybe you won't like every single episode because they're all different they all are written by different um you know writers however 99 percent of those i'll say 100 they're like they're very well written very well directed stories it's all like a radio play, like it's all voice, you know, and they have really, really, really good uh, sound direction. And I'll end that ad right there. <laughs> yes. So I will note that, you know, Ashley made the note about like, this is the room where he massages you. And I was like, this is so interesting because I'm just, you know, as an adult watching these, it, it, especially as a queer adult, when people are like, you know, well, if they see queer characters on TV, they're going to turn gay, you know, well, they don't say queer, they say gay. Oh. Have you not heard this argument? Yeah. They're like, you know, we can't have a gay princess. We can't have a gay character. They're going to turn gay. And it's like, girl, we was watching all these straight people, all this over-sexualization. Also, at you'll be a baby and someone be like, oh, that's their girlfriend. Like, what? You know what I mean? Like, if there's a baby girl and a baby boy and they're, like, flirting, as they wow, say. Wow, I didn't know, know that's what they do. That sounds terrible. It is. It is. And so one of the things I was thinking is, you know, she's like, where he massages you. And I was yeah. like, I was like, this is very sexual. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the it's just the massage, but the implications are, like, he's just so good that all all of the women can't wait to have his hands on them you know yeah basically. and then and then that content that theme continues on you know oh yeah um i got super off track uh the oh, last place right. you were was the I garbage can got, yeah um the garbage can i wrote something down here but i guess i didn't write it all the way down what was his name 
the guy's name was Juan Dimos Magnifico or something like that. I wrote down uh, Juan Difico Magnifico, but I don't know if that was Juan exactly. Magnifico. That sounds right. Yeah. Anyway, so this guy was basically like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Antonio Banderas. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, basically him, but like ripped, like literally muscles on top of them. It, it was ridiculous what this guy looked like. And he would stretch and he's wearing a white shirt. He would stretch and the shirt would rip off. And then he would pop another shirt because he's a fairy. He would pop another one on and he would flex. And he did this like fucking five different times. Yes. <laughs> and keep in mind that we didn't describe the fairies, but the fairies are about the size of someone's head. It felt like, you know, about the size of Timmy's head, maybe. Is that right? A little bigger? I said a little um, bigger. And I mean, they honestly, they, they change. They do change, but there, and there was even one fairy who was more adult size, but they do distinguish between a fairy being maybe let's say half a human size or less, right? Versus a human. So you see this like, you know, little person, basically this miniature man with all these muscles and flex, flex, flex. Um, yeah, he also, gosh, I just to interrupt really quick. So it, he was the Latin lover, right? Like Antonio Banderas, but he also negs women, which is like what pickup artists do. So they're like, you know, uh, they, they knock you down a peg, right? Like, which he says, which one of you ordinary ladies wants my extraordinary hands or something like oh, that. Right? Yeah, yeah. So like, it's, you know, that's what a pickup artist does is you insult them a little bit. And the idea with these men, right, uh, is that, you know, I insult them enough, they're going to be so enamored by me. It's like some fucked up shit. Um, but I was like, damn, like, of course, he's a Latin lover. And he negs these women, and he's got these big ass pecs. Um, and then later, he even has like a little Latin dance that he does on her hair, like the pink yep. hair dance. Pink hair dance. Um, so I was like, oh, my God, like the, the conditioning that we get from a very young age of like, you know, like, if you're Latin, you're spicy, or you're a lover, you're a dancer, or you know, like, if you're Latina, you have a temper, all these things. Um, it was just interesting uh, yeah what ends up happening is uh magnifico uh looks into the room where the trash is and sees wanda and she's like oh my god my lost love that i lost that i love that I... he said like lost and love like eight billion times if paramount plus wasn't shitty i could get a I, I could get a direct quote but every time you try and pause it's just like the world ends yes so anyway, uh, he go he, he lets her in to do the massage. Uh, and I mean, at first she's like, oh, I don't know if, you know, Cosmo is going to like this. You know, she's she, she wasn't just like immediately. Like, OK, um, but cue to the part with the, the whole part of the episode that I like. Oh, wait, before you get there, the reason okay. she ends up giving in is because he puts his hands on her and it just feels so good that she's like, oh, OK, well, a little bit won't hurt. Right. Absolutely. Just the tip. So, oh my god. <laughs> I do not like you. Okay, so now we can skip to the part you like. <laughs> so Timmy and Cosmo are sitting there at the kitchen table trying to do his report. And Cosmo is basically getting bored. And um is like well make a wish it'll be okay just make a wish just it's fine a small wish make a wish and so um as anthony said earlier he looks at this cockroach and was like okay uh make it smart enough to tell me what it's thinking 
And then that's when he says, world domination. And over the course of like a half hour, he forms this like city and all these other roaches. And, the, and they like create this whole like fucking biodome in his kitchen. And Cosmo's like, oh man, maybe I made him a little too smart. And then Timmy's like, well, as long as they don't uh, learn that they're the only ones that can survive a nuclear holocaust. And then like right after that, they have a, a, a nuke from America. I don't know how they got it. They just, I guess they went to one of our depots and they just brought it and they're about to make it explode. <laughs> and uh, Timmy's like- a nuclear holocaust? Is that what he says? That's what I, I thought he said. Never or a nuclear that. war or nuclear extinction or nuclear whatever the fuck okay I just, uh, <laughs> i'm not trying to be nitpicky with your words today i just was like yeah there is a there's a term called nuclear holocaust i just so never I knew did, that i didn't make that up yeah 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 it's a okay. nuclear holocaust a nuclear eclipse or atomic holocaust i just, right, never, I'd only have heard we'll it because <laughs> that makes me look smart uh <laughs> continue please so they have the nuke <laughs> so yeah and then timmy's like oh, oh my god you have to stop them and he tries to stop them with magic and they can't be stopped with magic and uh for some reason these roaches are just super bugs they you can't kill them with anything which by the way i listened to fresh air and they did a interview with this person that was talking about insect um extinction and what that means for us, you know, um, uh, for us, you know, with the climate and um, what's the word ecologically, right? Yeah. Anyway, he said that uh, roaches can't survive a nuclear holocaust. Hmm. So, hey, they die too. But I, I will say that I, I, I wrote they would have had a lot of explaining to do if uh, he could wish the roaches dead because he did try to wish them dead. Um, because if you can kill roaches, right, then what else could you kill? The writers would have, <laughs> they'd have a, a sticky line if you could wish someone or something dead, you know? Um, so it was but funny. when it, it was okay because it was a bug. Well, that's the thing though, yeah. right? Like, where's the line, right? If you could wish a bug dead, right? Then can you wish a plant dead? Then could you wish a skunk dead? Cause skunks stink, you know? Like it, it becomes like a, like, because we justify killing bugs, but does that, you know, when, when, where does it stop? You know, and how is that allowed? So I thought it was uh, interesting that they, he wished for that. And then uh, implicitly it's against the rules. You can't wish a, a bug dead, you know, or specifically in this case, the roach, the roaches. You Are know? you sure he said dead? I thought he said they're gone. I'm pretty sure he said dead. Maybe he said oh. gone, but I'm pretty sure he said dead because I, I thought about it. Maybe I, maybe I just saw, heard what I wanted I mean, to hear and I ran with it. I mean, maybe cause I mean, thinking about it, right. Like us growing up, you know, if we had a bunch of ants, okay, we need to get rid of the ants. We need to kill the ants. So yep. You would say that it wouldn't even be, it wouldn't feel weird. Exactly. Like, yeah. It feels weird finding out that my neighbor put poison out and the skunk died. That's weird to me. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I mean, it goes back and forth between them dealing with these roaches, right? And then Wanda, <laughs> I love how the way it's, uh, what is it, uh, juxtaposed mm -hmm, between mm -hmm. these, how she's having a nice, um, romantic massage and they're dealing with the apocalypse so at one point sorry this is another thing that tickled me 
And I'm, at one point, uh, Wanda's getting the massage. And then she says, uh, hold on, I think I wrote it down. Uh, my Cosmo is going to make Timmy dead sense is going off. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> Some people have a spidey sense. She has a Cosmo is going to make Timmy dead sense. <laughs> Which also I think was careful wording because you don't want to say on a children's television show Cosmo is going to kill, right? Because it, it, when it's kill, it reminds me of when we couldn't say sucks, you know, like you, like that was a bad word. Um, like don't say sucks. Um, I don't know if you remember that. But oh we, yeah, I remember that. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> make Timmy dead. Uh, yes, her her her. Sense or get is- Timmy dead, or you know, I, I don't it's think Cosmo like kills. Or oh, okay, I guess I guess I see what you're saying. Cosmo could get Timmy killed. Correct, sense. but it's different to right. say get get Timmy dead. Dead, get Timmy killed. Yeah. Um. So she ends up getting on the phone. Um. And it was funny because the phones, it was like this cute, like, um, like a flip phone, like, um, oh, what was the one that I had? The Razor phone, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, It was like one of those, (laughs) but hers was pink Mm -hmm. and she was calling and uh, it was great because Cosmo's like, yeah, everything's great. We're fine. We're all having a great time. And Timmy's like, Wanda, we're dying. Help us. <laughs> yes, Timmy's in the background trying to let her know that your husband is lying to save face. We're going to motherfucking die uh, unless you get here and save us. Um. So then Cosmo decides, actually, I think this was right after they tried to um, get rid of him with magic. He has uh, UFOs, aliens. I said UFO, I meant aliens, because uh, anything could be a UFO. Yeah, so they're like in these like flying saucers and, uh, you know, they show up and Timmy's like, are you stupid? Aliens kill everything except roaches. <laughs> it's just like, why? Why would they not kill the roaches? <laughs> so now they have aliens coming down, like shooting down houses, like it's Armageddon. And then you have the roaches fighting them for some reason. Um, even though they can't be killed by them. <laughs> and um, finally, um, Wanda has her massage. She's finished or whatever. She uh, basically tells Magnifico to just fuck off. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> I'm going mm-hmm. back to my husband. Mm-hmm. And uh, you cut to the scene of her popping back and they're in Timmy's room and they're sitting there playing Go Fish. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when... As Anthony said, uh, Wanda has this whole, you know, speech of, you know, I really miss cleaning up your guys' messes. I love you guys. I missed you, right? And then they said, well, we have good news for you. And they kick the wall and the wall just falls apart like a box, like opens up. Mm-hmm. And all that shit is still there. The, the aliens, the nuclear missiles and shit, the roaches. And um, this is when she transports them to that uh, resort thing. And let me Should tell you. I still you, say fuck them. I, I feel you. Let <laughs> me tell you, though, what really fucked me up, Ashley, is because watching it as an adult with what I know and, and think, right? 
she says or paraphrase i didn't write down the exact line because it's fucking paramount plus um she says time off is fun but cleaning up your messes is what i live for now i know this is a cartoon but it really fucked me up that always all these shows right it's like often the mom who holds the the, the house together yeah um and she has to and so like it's it's cute it's making fun of uh how useless men are which is true right um but what got me is that she's saying i live to clean up your messes you know what i mean and in this case we're talking about magical messes not like dirt around the house right i was like oh my god <laughs> like the mother character the one who's actually really like his mother because his mother's not very useful his right. godmother character is saying my purpose on on this planet right at least right now while timmy's alive is cleaning up your messes and you know granted she gets a lot of joy out of it but i was like god damn <laughs> like i was like that's <laughs> no, it hit a little too deep because <laughs> that's how some men think about women is they live to <laughs> They live to like clean up after, you know, they live to take care of men. So I was like, oh no. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, it is what it is. It was a cartoon. Yeah. It's just, um, I, I think about how quickly these messages and how often we hear them yeah. and how they get, we internalize them. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. She really said, time off is fun, but cleaning your messes is what I live for. Like, no, baby, take some more time off. You're a workaholic. I mean, I get it. I want to, I want to take that as like, like I, like I live for playing Beat Saber. You do. But I don't actually live for playing Beat Saber. If I did, my arms would be dead. So, yes. Yes. Um, I mean, they already are. I have a problem somebody help me please uh but there's all this other line that i'm glad you had mentioned that no where it's coming to save you <laughs> i don't know if the mic picked that up i think it did. oh it's a good thing i'm laughing because dad's laughing at the exact same time <laughs> we are laughing as family <laughs> um that's what we do that's what we do um wanda says you're both idiots and then they say, but we're your idiots. Yes. <laughs> Which I always yes. thought was really cute. But uh, yeah, the only note that I had after that was I thought it was hilarious to me that insects, as I understand it, are kind of a hive mind type thing, right? Mm, some for are. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I know ants are for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I thought it was funny that the brooch immediately turned into like a dictator. Mm, mm. Like it, it had like a, a cape on and everything. Yes. And it's like world domination. Yes. I don't know enough about roaches, but I do know that they will eat their fellow, they eat almost anything and they will eat their fellow dead roaches as well. So like, um, and there aren't that many animals that are insects that are cannibalistic in that way. Uh, so I don't know how, I don't know if it, I feel like they're very much about their survival and the survival of potentially their kin, but not necessarily this, like the species, like, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. It was funny. It was funny to see the, it was nice because sometimes roaches, roaches are gross. Right. Uh, yeah. and so to see them animated in that style was cute because it wasn't gross. <laughs> like it was like, Oh, they're kind of cute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, they're bearable. They're much more bearable than in person. Or if you see a realistic one, you know? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it definitely reminded me of Powerpuff Girls, uh, roach coat. I can't say it. Roach coach. Uh, oh, I don't remember that. He was this uh, sweaty white guy in a white uh, 
in a, a tank top, a white tank top that controlled roaches. It's really gross. No, thank But the you. art style wasn't like, it was the same with, um, you know, Fairly Odd Parents where it was, it wasn't cute. It yes. wasn't cute. Yes. But it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like, oh my God, I have to turn this off. Um, but I mean, I really, really liked watching this episode. Uh, I actually really enjoyed it just because it just reminded me of other stuff that I watch. And thinking about it now, I, I was watching cartoons well into my teens, mm. uh, especially because of our little brother. Yeah. I would watch cartoons with him. I think uh, if we keep sticking to the cartoon thing and kind of go back, you know, when, when cartoons were coming out in this time, um, I, re- I will remember them a lot more clear. Mm. And, uh, you know, I just, I have a lot of like, I have a lot of joy associated with this. Um, which is funny because it's not like, a lot of the times when I was watching cartoons as a kid, I was watching cartoons by myself mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, I think I mentioned before where uh, me and Anthony would have issues to where, uh, you know, I wanted to watch this and they wanted to watch that. But the reason why it was an issue is because we were eating and we weren't allowed to eat in our rooms because we had TVs in our rooms. Oh, Each of us yeah. had TVs in our rooms. Um, and we weren't allowed to eat in our room so we'd be eating and I would want to watch something and they want to watch something else and we're like you know in the family room or something right yeah uh so that's when it would become an issue but when I was in my room I was watching cartoons yeah I didn't think about video games but you know or playing with Legos well you know that's the funny thing is I had so many fucking toys when I was a kid that this house that we lived in, it had um, it had some bedrooms, and then they had what they called the playroom. I don't know why they called it that, but um, our older brother lived in that room. But the other side of it was all my toys. This is so correct. I, I would actually just spend the entire day mm-hmm. uh, in that side of the room playing with my Legos or playing with my toys, because I was a very well. I still am a pretty um, creative spacey kind of person i like making my own worlds and stuff like that so like a lot of the stuff that you know i was watching cartoons by myself i was playing with toys and stuff like that by myself like there wasn't a whole lot of uh even though it's not like there's a huge age gap actually great story anthony you're gonna love this story once Uh upon a time i asked anthony to play legos with me oh my god and I had this whole civilization, I called it Legoland, right? And there's rules in Legoland. So Anthony uh, built this nice house, (laughs) I can't even say. Anthony built this house and I had one of my characters and his character was named Bill because he collected bills. This is how vividly I remember all this. Ashley was a capitalist. (laughs) Yeah, from day one. Ten years, eight years old, nine years old, and I was ready. Oh my Adventure God. capulous. So what ended up happening is my character went over and was like, "Hey, you got to pay us money in order to live here." And I, I wasn't a very nice child, 
so I don't think I was very nice about it. No. Uh, and Anthony, <laughs> Anthony got mad, took the house, and banged it on the floor until <laughs> it apart, and then walked away and never played Legos with me ever again. <laughs> so I was <laughs> for Ashley's birthday. Ashley and my dad, our dad, came out. And we went and we were walking on the beach uh, and went to the beach and all this. And one time I told dad, I was like, I, I think you were behind us. I don't know if you heard me, but I was like, yeah, I had a lot of anger as a kid, you know, and as a young adult. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, but I didn't realize it till later. And that that was one of those moments where the temper uh, from our maternal side came out because I was actually I was so mad because I think I tried to reason with you. I was like, can I pay you later or can I give you something else? And you're like, no, I need it or else I'm going to repossess your house. And I think I tried to fly away and you're like, you can't fly away. Those are the rules. And so then I was like, fuck it. And I just broke the shit. Cause I'm like, it, it, you know what I mean? It's, it, it was like, if, if I can't live here uh, without fucking taxes in this fantasy world, <laughs> then I don't want to be here and you don't get to use my house after I'm done. And so I, I broke the house and I think whatever character I was using. Probably. Um, yeah. Yeah. What were the things by, 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 what were the things you used to play oh, with? Bionicles? Bionicles. I think yeah. maybe, maybe was Bill a Bionicle? No, he was a character I made up. Okay. But yeah, I had I this whole race of turtles that were supposed to be like, uh, saying, sayings? Saiyans? Like oh, from Dragon Ball Z? Yes. Yeah. Saying, sayings. I can't why, talk. Why do you add a G? I don't know. Super Saiyan. <laughs> they were Super Saiyans. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I was, I was, I was, I was through. Um, so yeah, and and actually, the thing is, Ashley and Tommy would both be mean. So I just was like, fuck it. I don't remember that I never played Legos with you again. That is wild. Um, but very much me. That's very much, especially me as a kid. Um, I'm different now. Uh, <laughs> Someone the other day asked me, like, were you and your sister always close? And I was like, no, we no. I was like, it's been the last 10 years we've been close, but the first 20? <laughs> well, maybe first, like, maybe first 18. Um, probably the first After 18. I graduated, I yeah. think, is when we started becoming close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we kind of bonded a little bit before then, but we didn't start becoming close until after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. That <laughs> I, yeah, I should, I should say that that wasn't, that wasn't Anthony's fault. When I say I was, I mean, I'm gonna just say it. I was a bitch to Anthony as a kid. <laughs> I there, there's there's a home video of us having a tea party, and I went over to Anthony and I. I think I unprompted, stole. right? Like unsolicited. There was yes. no. I hadn't done anything. <laughs> I just and, went and stole their spoon and mm -hmm. walked away. <laughs> yeah. And poor Anthony started crying. Yep. <laughs> I cried like a lot when I was a kid. I cried a lot. <laughs> and I think of my spoon. <laughs> yeah. You said, but I need one. <laughs> You're crying. Yes. Because you did. You needed one. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. Ashley was Ashley wasn't too kind. And then Tommy wasn't too kind. And I was annoying. I wasn't, you know, not 
uh, more annoying than I think any younger sibling, but I was annoying sometimes. Uh, but yeah, so Tom would be mean and then Ashley would jump on the mean bandwagon because she really loved Tommy uh, and looked up to him. And I, that's actually why I started drawing. Um, I think probably why we all started drawing because Tommy would draw, you yeah, know? And so sure. then we started to draw and get into art. And then we actually kind of kept it up a little longer than he did. And then none of us really make visual art. I guess you still do, but you don't sketch. Like, like we all used to sketch and stuff. Uh, yeah, visual art, not necessarily. I, I mean, I F around with music, but yeah, no, I've never been good. I've never been good at drawing. Like all the stuff that, even when I wrote those comics that I did, they weren't artistically sound. Well, I wanted to act that I don't think you were annoying. If anything, I think I was the annoying because I'm I'm the only girl. And for the first 11 years of my life, I was the youngest. Yes. So uh, I was annoying. And yeah, I mean, I can't be mad at myself because I was a child. Mm-hmm. But I really, really wish I was nicer to you. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's fair. Because I really do. I do, especially when I got older. I do feel bad that I uh, that I treated you the way that I did. Because it's not just about like just like oh, I was it's insulting you. It was also like, you know, me and Tommy would like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like push you away kind of deal you know like not include you on things yeah and I do regret that because I know that's really fucked up yeah yeah there's I truly don't remember much of our childhood uh but it yeah I definitely hurt it was it was hurtful um and also we were kids you know so I'm I don't have any ill will toward you um and luckily y'all would do stuff like that, but y'all were never malicious, you know? Um, like you, you, neither of y'all would like go out of your way to, I don't know, like, uh, I'm trying to think like, it was, it was like situational, like a situation would happen and right. y'all could yeah. be fucked up or whatever, but you wouldn't be like, okay, we're going to do this like fucked up ass prank on Anthony, you know? That's one thing we didn't do as kids is like prank each other. Like we never did. Yeah, no, Actually, we don't. There was like one or one I think or for, two times, yeah. Yeah, but it was like for April Fool's Day or something. I think we did it, but it was always like small. It was never really big. Um, but yeah, as we got older, you know, uh, <laughs> we trauma bonded. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we yeah. also regular bonded. Um, but yeah, it's hard. You know, it's hard. It's it. Life is the thing. Is you know it. I was the middle child um, and until I was 13 when our younger brother was born, but um, life is hard and for all of us. And I think we all responded to the things that were happening in our life in, in different ways, you know? Um, and for whatever reason, you and Tommy like got along better, you know, and I, I y'all pushed me out. Um, but I like, don't blame you because like you said, we we're kids. Um, and, and it's wild because I forget about some things. We were really lucky as children in terms of like having our own rooms for a long time until mm-hmm. you were in your late teens is when you started to have to share with Wesley. I, I was a freshman in high school. Okay. So, uh, 14 ish. So early teens, Um, but we had our own rooms. Um, We at one point all got our own computers because we were the type of kids who didn't really do stuff outdoors very much. Like 
we just weren't, we were in the house, we'd go to school and then we'd come home and we'd like play on the computer. You know, I did my pixel art. We all were in chat rooms. Ashley and Tommy played more video games than I did, but I did play like, you know, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, SP, uh, Nintendo DS Lite, uh, Nintendo DS. That. I just yeah. had the DS. Yeah, I got the light, but I think at that point I was, yeah, at that point I was working. So I like paid for those myself and we had TVs in our room. So we had, we had all of the material, like things a, a kid could want. Um, uh, and so we were really lucky in that aspect, but there are also things that happened in life, you know, that are just hard. And, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, there. It's nice to hear you really like, you know, y'all don't get to see us, but, and I, I mentioned this a lot, but Ashley and I zoom and so it's good to see how much joy you watching and like reminiscing about the show this cartoon brought you because um, it didn't bring me that level of joy but watching you talk about it brought me a lot of joy you know yeah. um, and that's what this podcast is about is like us us ha making sure that we're doing something joyful and spending time with each other and and all of that um, but yeah it you know the wild thing too is like in our family um, there was always it was always said like sometimes family can fight and you don't ever want to have that where you're not getting along with your siblings. So growing up, we weren't allowed to fight um, physically. We weren't allowed to physically fight. Although sometimes it almost happened or it would start to happen and then it'd get broken up. Um, but we weren't allowed to fight physically. So I think sometimes, not that kids should or shouldn't be allowed. I'm not saying that, but I think sometimes because we couldn't get it out and, you know, some siblings do, they rough and tumble. Um, that meant that sometimes we're going to smash a fucking Lego piece or sometimes we're going to be mean to each other. Right. We, because, because if you haven't, yeah. if you have anger, if you have rage, it comes out in some other way. Right. And so like, in my case, it, a lot of it became self-isolation and then me becoming very unkind to myself. So you were watching cartoons alone in your room. And then I was like reading, I was reading a lot. I was reading and writing and then eventually watching a lot of TV too. And then working, you know, um, we all started working when we were 16. So it's interesting because there is so much of the, our childhood where we grew up together. And then they're also, because we were lucky to have our own rooms, like we also spent a good chunk of time alone, right? Until bedtime. And then even after bedtime, because we'd stay up and, you know, do whatever. Um, so yeah, it's a trip. I appreciate you, you know, I appreciate your, the sentiment, but like you said, we are kids. So, you know, shit happens, um, shit happens. And it's, um, I'm glad, uh, and we've both said this, but I'm glad we're closer now because you, you know, like what what I've learned, you know, with biological families, it's it's a fucking Russian roulette. <laughs> you know what I mean? You really don't know. Like we're just we the only <laughs> when you think about it, like this is very funny. Two strangers met, decided to have kids, had the kids, and then those kids are all supposed to get along, right? And love their parents and respect their parents and love each other and stuff just because two strangers decided to have them. You know what I mean? And just because we we both, we and all, you know, all four of us have the same two strangers as the people who gave birth to us, you know? But they didn't know each other and they met each other and they're like, yeah, let's have some kids. And then we're all supposed to be like, well, that's your auntie and that's your uncle. And it's just a very funny thing when you think about it because like, if you throw a bunch of people in a classroom, they're not all going to get together, uh, get along. If you throw a bunch of people in a workspace, right? But because we have, we share the same blood, we're all supposed to get along. But then the question comes up, and you and I have talked about this off the podcast, what happens when someone is really harmful to you, right? And you express that harm, right? What happens when somebody, you know, really hurts you? Um, and so 
family, biological family, and this notion that, you know, blood is thicker than water is really uh, a trip and something I've had to think about over time because, yeah, sometimes sometimes your family is, is really fucked up, right? Um, and sometimes they're great. Uh, and how do you reconcile that? How do you give space to the people in your life and yourself to be human and to make mistakes and also to be accountable for the harm that happened, you know? So, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, family is tough. It's very tough. I think it's what I think what happens is just when you when you become an adult mm-hmm. and you start having you know your own different views on things. Yeah. And I mean very, very confident, very like what's the word I'm looking for? You know, you, you, you put your feet in your sand and that's that's where you're going to stand. That's the hill you're going to die on is that's how you believe this thing, right? And yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, I don't believe the same shit that I believed, you know, five years ago. However, yep. um, with that said, I mean, the older you get, the more set in your beliefs you get. And I mean, you know, when you get out of the house, you're not living with your family anymore. You grow apart. You start yeah. believing different things. You start learning different things, and that kind of changes things. You know, I mean, it's the same thing happens if you had a best friend, right? And then they yeah. moved somewhere, and then you try to hook up with them later, and then all of a sudden they're a Trump supporter. I mean, shit happens. <laughs> shit happens. Shit happens. Yeah. 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 And that's, and that's the thing, even, you know, with like twins, just because you have the same DNA and you grew up in the same house, if, if they did, doesn't mean they're the same person. And we know that, you know, um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's a trip just, you know, cause we're just very different people, but we're also so similar in so many ways. Right. Um, and we let the, we let the similarities, uh, bind us right and then we respect the differences and listen right and that's that's the thing is like if you can listen to the difference and respect it then it's cool um but if like you said you your best friend is a trump supporter i'm not going to respect that difference because that difference is a harmful difference to me and my people <laughs> you know what i mean right exactly. it's different to be like oh well i like pepsi and i like cola <laughs> and then to be like yeah well i like fascism fascism and i like democracy <laughs> you know what i mean like, those are two different <laughs> It's not the same. It's not the equal. It's not equal footing. Um, so I'm just thinking to myself, how I was like eight or nine playing with Legos, and I knew what bills were and bill collectors were. <laughs> I didn't think about that until after I told the story. Yes, the whole the fact that you had a character you named Bill because he was the bill collector is very telling. It's very very telling. Um, I swear I didn't make that up. I really did that as a kid. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember I, I re- when you said I have a story uh, and you start with Legos, I was like, oh, and I, I know what this story is going to be. <laughs> um, yeah, and we we did play with you uh, sometimes, but most of the time you were playing by yourself and then in the playroom. So we were all in company. Tommy would be on the computer. You would be playing with your toys. I would do whatever, sometimes drawing, sometimes playing with you. But for the most part, even though you had us, you're playing by yourself a lot of the time, you know, Um so yeah, it's a it's a trip. It's a trip to think about how how 
growing up in the same house and then moving off and doing other things shifts people you know like you were in a way you were in Nebraska for a damn year that's a that's a long time and a whole life experience I know very little about I just knew you came back and you're like it's cold and I don't like it (laughs) that's about it also for the podcast listeners I walked to school in the snow uphill oh my god not both ways but I had to walk uphill. It was awful. How often did you have to do that? Well, when it was winter and the snow was there, I had to walk through it. I there mean, wasn't a I... bus? Huh? There wasn't a bus that would take you? Well, I was pretty close to the school. Oh. So dad got me a bike and was like, okay, you just basically all go up the hill and then you're there. And then when it started snowing, I couldn't ride my bike anymore. Yeah. I remember this is one time and I was like 14, so I didn't know this, but my hand was freezing and I put hot water on it. Oh, girl. It was one of the most painful things I've ever done. (laughs) It was awful. That's when I really, really, really hated Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. Do you talk to anyone still from Nebraska? Oh, I didn't have any friends. Are you fucking with me? I didn't have a single friend. Somebody wrote fag on my fucking locker. If you're going to call me a gay slur, at least call me a dyke. The fuck? Why did they fag? I don't know. It might have been them just riding on a random locker. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's just like, had to do a report on slavery with somebody in Nebraska. Somebody yeah, fuck white. That place. Oh, yeah. And she didn't do shit either. She's a lazy fucking white. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, you know, that it is, it is what it is. Life experiences, like, it's so crazy how important those are in shaping who we are. Because, I mean, fuck, I didn't used to dislike white people as much as I do now. Yeah. That's kind of new. Yeah. But it's knowledge, right? Like, it, it, it in my understanding of, of what you've your political consciousness and the development is you're recognizing that whiteness has caused a lot of violence throughout the world, right? And that white people embody that whiteness. And so you can separate, you, you're still able to separate the um, whiteness and white people from a specific white person, uh, but you can now recognize the stuff that we're kind of, <laughs> we, we were raised in a house where it was like very pro-black and also kind of like, you know, like we were like, we were always black, you know, there was never, we're not black, but there was, there are differing views in our household uh, among our parents. And so um, I think part of that, part of the reason uh, you didn't used to think in that way, right? And part of the reason I didn't used to think in that way was because we were reluctant because it seemed like it came from a place of anger sometimes, you know, and it was like so extreme, you know? Um, and so we were like, whoa. And then lo and behold, over time, we learn more, right? Uh, historically, uh, we also experience more personally. And we're like, oh yeah, I see. I see what parent was talking about, you know what I mean? Um, and we were also, we were also one of the first generations, you know, like 1964 is, is not that, it wasn't that long ago. So we were one of the first generations of like both mixed kids, right. And like more integrated societies, although they weren't really more integrated, they're just less segregated. Right. Um, uh, so we also were very like 
rainbows in our eyes, you know, like we wanted, like, it's like, especially because we grew up in, in a lot of white areas, you know, like, and, and when they weren't white, they're multiracial and multi-ethnic, like on base, right? So it was like, you're telling me white people are evil, but what about all, like, so all 30 kids in my class are evil? You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's yeah. hard for a kid to wrap their brain around, even for a teen. And so, yeah, it's the, the life events shape things a lot. And, and then even, you know, then you learn new knowledge and you go back and you're like, oh, damn, like, like, you know, things you didn't process or that felt weird, but you didn't have the language for now you can be like, oh yeah, I know what the fuck that was like, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's some shit. It's some shit. Yeah. Nebraska. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's probably why I didn't really talk too much about it. It, it was, it was terrible. I was kind of suicidal at one point. It was not a good time. Mm. Was that the first time in your life you had been suicidal? No. Okay. When so we it were was... moving, I was. Damn. Yeah. Did you ever tell anybody? Yeah, I did, and it didn't end well. Oh, so then you kept it to yourself. Never just talked about it again. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. 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 Listeners, if somebody tells you that they're suicidal, believe them. Yeah. Just, just believe them. Yeah. Ashley's mentioned it on on the podcast before, and she's pretty much open book, but she's had two attempts. Um, Actually, the first one I did put myself in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. The first time was definitely an attempt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So wait, I said two. Was two right? There were. Uh, I've been hospitalized twice. Excuse me. Hospitalized twice. Yeah, the second one was an actual attempt. Yes. Um, yeah, and I this was when we were in LA, and so I spent time with with Ashley. Um, Anthony visited me every day. That was you're in Alhambra. Uh huh. I was there for six days. Yeah, that was it was some shit. And the wild thing, and I've told you this, the wild thing is at the time I was teaching a course on suicide, death, suicide, and trauma. Oh, um, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got that data. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. You got to laugh to keep from crying, baby. Oh, yeah. You got to oh, laugh yeah. to keep from crying. Oh, yeah. um, ooh. <laughs> or laugh, you know, it's both, both and we, we got to cry. We got to laugh. You got to do both. But yeah, yeah. That was, that was some wild shit. That was some wild shit. Um, so I'm glad you're in a much better place. And also y'all, um, if you, if you, I don't even know how to say this. What I will say is that Ashley had a doctor who really fucked her over in terms of her prescriptions. So I will say, do your due diligence if you can, um, because Ashley didn't know any better and trusted her doctor, which is what you're supposed to do is trust your doctor. Um, and that helped trigger a an episode that she had. Um, and there is a thing online where you can check and see if two drugs you're on or three drugs or even some things like fucking grapefruit and some other things. If you take, there's certain actual like fruits foods that if you take with another medication it can or with a medication it, it can interact have, with it interact so yeah you can google you know um prozac and you know uh what's what's the adderall you could google prozac adderall uh, uh, it was interactions uh, I, had, I had xanax prozac and lamotrigine and uh apparently increasing the prozac causes rapid cycling which for me meant that I didn't sleep for three days and was incredibly unstable. So yeah, I, I, it's, it's terrible that you can't trust a doctor to do their job, but I mean, it doesn't hurt 
to um, to do the research and you know see what you see yourself and actually address that with your doctor. Um, yeah, that was awful. <laughs> that was fucking awful. Yeah. Oh, I was in the hospital, manic as a motherfucker. We were sitting there playing life. <laughs> and I was winning too. And, <laughs> and then she stuck up on me. I was like, you fucking asshole. Uh yeah, we played a lot of board games. There's a lot of e- uh Uno. Um we were doing a puzzle together and we were doing it hella fast too. Like, oh yeah, I brought you a puzzle too, because y'all only had so many, and I think were some missing pieces. Uh that was when I was in LA. That was the second time I was oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you did definitely bring us puzzles because uh the ones that they had was were missing pieces. Um and I remember we were so upset because they made us move the puzzle because they needed the table. Oh yeah. Oh man. Um Oh man, psychiatric hospitals. They suck. That's one thing Brittany Brittany knows about. Shout out to Brittany being free because Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, yeah. I've never been I've I've had my sh- my fair share of bad shit, but I haven't ever been uh institutionalized. Um so li- like visiting Ashley and hearing her experiences, it's it's shitty. It's really shitty. I'm glad that at least that second time and I think the first time you got some tools out of it, you know, like you have a binder that helped you. So there were, there was some good in it, but God, that's, it's just not, it's just not it. This country and how we treat folks who are disabled, mentally ill is fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah. There are, um, there are houseless people in there that just got let out on the street. Yep. Like they would let them out like near a shelter, but that doesn't necessarily mean they can go in the shelter. Yep. I mean, there's this one woman who's a victim of domestic abuse, you know, was really worried about her husband and just let her out. And I, yeah, it was just honestly, that was the worst part for me was just hearing all these people's stories. Yeah. Uh, because I guess, I don't know, I guess I like listening to people i like talking to people you know and the other thing too is you know when the people go in there that's like the worst day of their lives right yeah (laughs) yeah so you're basically seeing people at their absolute worst yeah Um, yeah but yeah it was it was it was an experience it was definitely an experience and um i don't know maybe in the future i'll talk more about it but um because again i don't i don't mind talking about this stuff um most of the stuff that's happened to me does not trigger any anxiety except for a couple things um but uh, i'm down to talk if anyone's listening yeah yeah the um one of the things i'll say that that you know because i volunteer every saturday that i can one of the things that i'll say related to this before we close out is that um you're seeing people on their worst day, right? And if you judge people by their worst day, we would all have such horrible opinions of each other. Like if we were, you know, if we really were unkind in, in how we judged each other. And that's the same thing with like prison, right? Like often the, the day that someone um, committed, you know, their crime or were accused of committing their crime or whatever it was, like that was their biggest mistake in their life, you know? And if they could take it back, many people, that's not everyone, but many people would take it back. So 
when I think about like abolition, right? Like it's it's it at the core of it is is knowing that people just in general need more care, right? And if we all had more care, um, that most of this wouldn't be a problem anyways. Um, and that when we do have more care, it isn't a problem. Like we know that from data. Um, and so if we think about someone being in a psychiatric hospital, you know, if we were to judge them, which people do actually, you know, like, but if we chose to judge them from that, that worst day, uh, it could be real ugly, you know, it could be real ugly. And, um, and yeah, and I've said to you before, actually, like if people knew our worst moment, you know, if everyone, if everyone knew everybody's worst moment or biggest regret, like you do with someone who's incarcerated, right. You know, exactly what they did. Oh, it would, Kelly, Kelly, uh, Kelly Rowland has a song called Dirty Laundry <laughs> and everybody's dirty, dirty laundry would be out here. It would just be out here and it would stank. Um, cause it's easy to be high and mighty, right. When, when we don't know, like, like when other people don't know about our shit, you know? Um, but if they did it's you know, it, it gets messy. It gets real messy. Um, and I actually have a lot of dirty laundry behind me right now, like literally, um, but that'll get done. That'll get done. Um, any closing thoughts, uh, sister? Um, well, that's not apparently obvious. I really enjoyed watching this, and I think I'm probably going to watch more episodes because I don't have to pay for the service, so why not? Period. Um, and yeah, that's good for me. Um, yeah um yeah i don't think i have anything either uh if you're listening and you want to write to us uh affirmation love questions uh anything that is not negative because we don't give a fuck um you can write to us at ondpodcast at gmail.com uh that's oatmeal um nunya and uh dance like no one's watching <laughs> podcast p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com i've it's not very easy for me to embarrass ashley but uh she put her hands in her face um so yeah that's that's it uh i think yeah yeah i think that's it that's it yeah so is this the part where i say we'll see you next time yeah question mark (laughs) you keep the money question mark (laughs) You think we got time for somebody getting shot? The place we gonna have a good time at? No.